Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's a wrestling classic. Just near back live from the vibe, and look who made it back this week. Devin Law's back in the studio. How's it going, brother? Brother, it's great. Great. Feel like I've been here in forever. Yeah, I know. Well, last time you were here, you were sick, and then I came last dying. Week. I was dying. That no, week. I came last week and I was sick, so you were technically still here in spirit. Because I'm pretty sure I got sick from you. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I was sniffling my nuts off in that last one. But if it makes you feel better, I got a couple of other people sick too, because then I they got sick after I did. I was like, it's probably my fault, but. It's all good. At least you're back because uh, it was an interesting episode last week, but now we can get back to talking about all the crazy stuff that's been happening. Um, Feels like a lot's happened. Uh, yeah, no, because I guess you missed the Crown Jewel follow-up and stuff like that. But other than that well, last Crown week... Crown Jewel just happened on Thursday. Yeah, but other than that, not a lot... Because I had like, nothing to talk about SmackDown last week. No, but I'm saying a lot's happened in the last week. Oh, just generally? Yeah. Oh, in the last week, yeah. Since yeah, Crown yeah. Jewel. I'm, I think November's sweet because... You don't even have anything about the plane thing in your notes. No, that's coming out. That's when we talked about the NXT invasion. It was caused by the plane thing, so that's how mm. we're gonna talk all about it. But I was gonna say, um, I think November's pretty hype because you got NXT Takeover, you got Survivor Series, and Full Gear this Saturday, which the show will probably release on Saturday or Sunday. I don't know, but um, it's exciting, man. Like three pay per views to actually be looking forward to, considering everything that's happened this past week. Don't you agree? Yeah, I'm looking. You got um, you you get the Full Gear predictions on here and. We gotta do those eventually. I don't know, man. It doesn't seem that. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> when it. You look at the card on paper. It's just like it's like with WWE. Their builds are so bad. Then you look at it on paper and you're like, oh, not too bad. It's not too shabby. Right? WWE's the builds been so good. Now I'm looking at the card on paper. and I'm just like, meh. There's about <laughs> two to three matches I'm really looking forward to. We'll get to that. But first things first. And you know what? I always think too. If you can give me like two good matches on a pay per view, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. If you have like two really good built matches, that's all it should take. I think that like. We'll talk about AEW, but I do think they did a really good job with their go-home show this week mm-hmm. for a pay-per-view, for their first ever go-home show. I don't think anybody would really disagree with that. I, I think we'll talk dive into that. I do want to talk about NXT and the WWE first, but before that, I just want to give everybody a quick thank you for all the happy birthday messages and DMs I got on Monday, and that continued on Tuesday oh, and your Wednesday. your birthday was on Monday? Yeah, you didn't say happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, brother, brother. Um, I really, really appreciate it. You guys came out strong with all the birthday wishes. How does everybody know it's your birthday? Did you tell well, them? I posted it, and then uh, obviously, but then yeah, it was I just a that. lot, a lot of love. Every year, I kind of do the same thing, though. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, man. Every year I do this thing where um, Are you 30? I'm 28. Oh, okay. Still young. No, Still in my not. 20s. You're 29. 28. Really? I have a November birthday. I'm a Scorpio. I got a late birthday. You're two years younger than me? I'm born in 1991. Yeah, so you're 29. Oh, 28. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, late birthday. I, late birthday. I got really confused there. My entire life, I've dealt with the late birthday. I got my, um, I turned 19 later than everybody. I just yeah. got my license later than everybody. 28 sounds so young. Exactly. That's why when most of my friends that I graduate with are like they're the ones that have their birthdays. They're about to turn 29. January is in fact. Like I was talking to Sio and he's like, dude, I'm turning 29 in like two months. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I still got a whole year till that now. Yeah. But uh, no, man, it was a really good birthday. I hung out with some friends. I hung out with my cousins, family, did a couple of dinners. I had like three cake cuttings, one at work, one at home, once once at dinner. But I just want to say thank you to everyone that uh, that commented, sent me DMs. I always do one post, and I only do it once a year on my, on my birthday. I'm like, you tell me what you guys like about the page, and everyone writes, like, the nicest comments. And I just want you guys to all to know I appreciate it. Um, also, thanks to, like, Brad Hart and his wife for sending me a happy birthday message. I was super cool. Um, there were a couple other wrestlers and stuff, too, that reached out and said happy birthday, and that really meant a lot. Um, and But all of you that followed the page, uh, actually describing why you follow the page and why you appreciate it and showing me love and all of you that threw me in your Instagram stories and all that cool mm-hmm. stuff. And um, What were some reasons? 
Let's hear some happy, Just, happy positive stuff. You know, like bringing wrestling fans together from all around the world, bringing nostalgia, making this, uh, being so positive about wrestling. You know, you never, like, even if you have a different opinion, you don't trash people's opinions. You try to, like, you know, just. Uh, and that's when, you know, it's crazy to me, too. Like, your brand was built on, like, the good shit. And, yeah. like, we don't talk about nothing uh, from the golden era on here. We're going to. And, and we were discussing this on the walk in here. I was like, maybe we could start, like, a Patreon or something where we would drop special episodes and special things where we're talking about I mean, classic wh- whether wrestling anyone, and audio version. Whether anyone would enjoy it or watch it, that's not up for me to say. But I know, like, I, I find us pretty funny when we watch old shit. And I think we can relate to it more because we, we have memories of growing up and watching. And that's basically what the page was built off of, too. So I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um. Let's see what other people said. I'll read like one or two of these. Um, one of them here was. I love trying to watch you read without your glasses. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> the wrestling class. And shout out about glasses. If you need glasses, visionpros.com or .ca. Use the promo code VP Classics. Save yourself 25%. Get yourself some prescription glasses, non prescribed glasses, sunglasses. Contact you. The thing, Vision Pros. Check them out because I'm blind and I usually wear glasses all the time because I can't see far away. But we're going to try reading this without it. But if you need glasses, Vision Pros. Get yourself some Ray Bands. Yeah, so from Rebounds, <laughs> the, one, the one brand we know. Um, but anyways, uh, this is from Rio is the way, and he is an independent wrestler who I want to have on the show one of these days. We'll get him on here soon. But he's like, the wrestling classic to me is pure culture, a way for fans everywhere around the world to relive moments in the history of this art, a community for folks to come and discuss the current day product and share topics that they may have liked or disliked. All things considering, very happy birthday to you and many more. Um, dedication and loyalty to your followers in wrestling. Um inspiration to the con to the co- culture i provide or the content i provide and the small fan base inspiration on how i want to go about life in the future overall page i see an escape from reality one of the best accounts i've ever come across just a bunch of nice stuff um and it, it just it really means a lot uh all of you that came out and um you know showed love man and it's if you guys want to read these comments it's under the macho man post uh next to the post of myself and those are those like 61 comments of just people saying really nice things so nice i just want to say appreciate all the birthday love i'm not a huge birthday person i just i don't know i think i threw one birthday party my entire life in my adult age and at 25 i kind of always get reflective and weird around my birthday i think anybody that's out of high school and makes a big deal of their birthday is kind of corny yeah unless i was like a millionaire at a dope house that throw a big party but i otherwise, think most adults don't give a shit about their own birthday i just get really reflective other people's birthdays are more fun yeah i just get really reflective and reflective in a, in a negative but motivated in a positive because i always think about what i did the last year and i will say one of the coolest things that has happened in the past year is the show is starting the twc show and you know i, I want to continue that for the next year and the next couple of years and i hope you guys that support and listen to the show will continue to support and listen to it or hit the subscribe button uh, the show's now on the Wrestling Classic YouTube page, by the way. Uh, we have all the older episodes uploaded, and the future ones will continue to be uploaded on that channel, so be sure to subscribe to the Wrestling Classic. Also, stay, stay subscribed to The Vibe. We're going to have a lot of cool content, hip-hop and music content coming that way as well. Um, but you can also find the TWC show on Spotify and iTunes if you haven't already. Google Play for those of you that use Google Play. And we appreciate all the support and all the, you know, the ratings. And yeah, help us out. Help us make some money, guys. Yeah, man. And if there's anyone that wants to uh, be mentioned on this show or wants to do some sponsoring and all that type of stuff, let us know, man. We'll, we'll say some ads. We'll shoot the shit. Yeah. The page's got a far reach. Yeah, man. We'll do the thing. And you know, if you get a shout out on this show, there's a chance you'll also get a shout out on the page, which has a far reach with 
the half a million people that follow it and everyone that really supports it. And I appreciate all of you, but I just wanted to say thanks to everyone. It was super cool. You guys made me feel special on a day that I usually don't feel special anymore. And it was super cool. That's the only corny thing I'm going to say for the rest of the show. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> other than that, um, let's talk about what everyone's been talking about and talk about blessings in disguise. The wrestling classic for me was a blessing in disguise as a page mm-hmm. that started by accident and ended up being a great thing. But something else happened. The folks got stuck in Saudi Arabia. The plane did not take off. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Brandy Rose and her promo. No, no, no. <laughs> and the, that's not a blessing in disguise. No. But what was a blessing in disguise <laughs> is that the folks of SmackDown got stuck in Saudi Arabia. That's very unfortunate. That sucks. There's a bunch of conspiracies around it. Corey Graves broke it. The conspiracy on his podcast, but can you really take that for truth? I don't know. Yeah, um, you read my mind on that. One. Yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna say that I took it for I took it for truth, but you probably took it as a grain of salt. But uh, all I know is it sounds like they got taken care of. Oh no, hundred percent. But it worked out, man. Because I I remember. Because let's be honest, we can both agree since SmackDown's moved to Fox, sucked. Hasn't been that great. It the sucks. first episode was good, and everything else hasn't been that great. Like it actually sucks. Nothing happens. Yeah, nothing notable that you like. I can't tell you what happened two weeks ago. That's all I keep thinking about right now is Sasha Banks. But that's like, that's only like, I can't tell you anything notable that's happened. No, she's like been hurt since it's on Fox. I know, but she, I, I tune in for her and other things. But uh, her outfits. Uh, yeah, great, her great outfits. But nothing's really been happening, point blank. Yeah. But I was intrigued when I found out that these guys were stuck. I'm like, what are they going to do for this show? I thought I, it was going to suck. <laughs> yeah. And I knew they had some guys that didn't go, like Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn going to fight for an hour. Like, what's going to happen here? Um, then let's see if the fight forever chance comes. Because my assumption was there's going to be a lot of women's matches and then Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, I, and, and Brock got home on his jet, so Brock was going to be there. That's I'm all sure I the women thought that, too. And then what happened was way better and unexpected. So uh, we're not going to run through everything that happened, but Brock came out. He quit SmackDown. He's going back to Raw. That answered the question about what why are both titles on SmackDown now with Brock and The Fiend being there. They settled that situation. Thankfully, Brock had his own jet and got back. And he quit. He's going to Raw. And then I was like, okay, where do we go from here? And then they showed Shawn Michaels and Triple H backstage. And I'm like, okay. Are we going to get like a DX segment? I'm done with that or something. Like, I don't know why the NXT thing didn't click in my head. I would have never thought of it. And then we had Bailey versus Nikki Cross, which I thought was going to, once again, women's matches. Even brought. fantasy booking, I would have never came up with that. No, and then when Shayna Baszler came out, I'm like, what? This is dope. How'd you feel about it? Thought, I thought it would just could be her. You th- really? Yeah. No, I because they did. And I just thought, yeah, you know what? They got a, they got they got the takeover coming up, and yeah. they're just you know introducing her because they've done that almost every single time a champion has yeah. been introduced. They 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 work both for a little while, and then they just get you know blended into Raw or SmackDown. This is a tidbit you might have missed, but I know you probably already did see it because you're on Twitter and stuff all the time. But they did at Crown Jewel announce that NXT would be involved in the Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah. So when Shayna came out, immediately like I made a post when but Shayna came is, out, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna finally find a cool way to integrate the fact that NXT is going to be involved in some I series. thought we have such like little faith in them. I thought they'd be like, oh, you know, they're just going to set up matches. Yeah. And then that's it. But I will agree with you. I guess it, I, now because I'm, now I'm looking backwards and I'm trying to be like, oh, I know. But I guess you're right because in the moment. I we would have never thought it was going to be innovation Yeah, like I was going to say in the moment I thought maybe it was just Shayna. You're right. Adam Cole beating Daniel Bryan in the main event of SmackDown. I did not Fox. see Adam Cole coming. But I did kind of suggest other people coming when Sammy started talking. I'm like, someone's going to show up if Sammy's talking about NXT. Because then they started doing this thing with, like, oh, the NXT people are here. Like, they're talking about, like, more is going to happen, which is smart, kept you intrigued. So then, and then when Ciampa, I mean. Did uh, that rating come out yet? 
I probably did. I don't keep track no, of that. No, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Matt Riddle and uh, Keith Lee beat up Sami Zayn, which was also, that's how they utilized Sami Zayn, who was there, and they got him beat up uh, by uh, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, which was kind of cool. I like how they're running with this Keith Lee, Matt Riddle friendship thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened? Then we had Ciampa interrupt The Miz on Miz TV. And Ciampa cut a really good promo about how The Miz is. Really good. That was, was great. That was, that, was one of the, well, that was one of the better parts of the show. I 100% agree. And it was a good promo on The Miz. The Miz cut a good promo back. But um, you knew it was going to lead to a match when Miz came on his wrestling gear for Miz TV. Yeah. Um, obviously, for those that don't know, his original guest was supposed to be Bray Wyatt, who did obviously did not make it back as well. So he came out there and said he was going to interview himself, but he said he heard there's NXT guys back there, and then out came Ciampa, which was... The one thing I'll say, I don't know where they were, but the crowd wasn't that aware of these NXT guys, it didn't feel like. At least they weren't as bad as the Raw crowd. That's true. The Raw crowd was bad. But they weren't getting the pops and Buffalo, stuff I, I think. Yeah, they were just weren't getting the pops and stuff that I was, was expecting, but Ciampa versus The Miz was a good match. I will say this, though, and these are, might be me being affected by dumb Instagram comments. The People were like, these NXT guys look a lot really small compared to the guys that are on the main roster. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, yeah, they kind of do. But anybody who's watched a TakeOver knows that doesn't really matter. I know it doesn't, but it does. Like, put them on that big stage, I'm like, they also seem like even smaller now. Because the matches don't really matter, but NXT, the way the matches go down, make it seem like they matter because they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Like, it's like, just good action. Look, I'm not one of those guys that don't think that small guys can't go or anything like that. But seeing the Miz standing up, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize Miz was that big. Mm-hmm. Champa's also Ciampa. a pretty small guy, though. Yeah, really. that's what I mean. Like, I didn't realize the Miz was that tall of a big of a guy until he was standing up. mostly, he's just been getting ripped lately. Oh, no, but he looks great. 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, kind of reminds me of, you know, he who shall not be named Chris Benoit, mm. who was um, really ripped, but a smaller guy. But it works, you know, when when you do it that way. Um, but that was dope. And then uh, who else came? Then and then they did the whole. They teased uh, Adam Cole talking to Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and they teased us getting. I mean, Daniel Bryan, yeah, talking to Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and they teased Bryan versus Triple H. Which I'm like, you know, that's something they could pull out of their bag. Let's just do Brian versus Triple H and the night. That's something I thought could have happened. Yeah. Then they tease us with Shawn Michaels taking off his jacket and then being like, oh, it's cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny because that's, I think, a dream match for everyone. Yeah. And then in walk Adam Cole and I, I really got hyped. I don't know. I'm like, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. That's a match I didn't even know I wanted. It was just like, just the way it was playing out on Friday, it was just like, I wasn't even trying to like predict or be negative or anything like that. I was just like, I was just sit, sitting back and enjoying it, man. I didn't have any thoughts. And it was easy to enjoy. I didn't have any thoughts on it. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, what, what the hell is going on right now? And we talked about this in the car right here. Like, it was com- exciting, man. The commentary team was fun with Renee, Pat McAfee, and um, Tom Phillips. I, I, I actually, straight up, I missed Renee and I missed Tom Phillips. I actually I definitely miss Tom. Renee wasn't the raw Renee on Friday. No, that's what I mean. And she seemed like a she heelish. was she was chains off actually herself personality, like not even heelish. She's just kind of snarky and just being herself. And she's very like witty and kind of snarky. And she's like she's smart and knows the product very well. Let me throw this at you. Do you think it was because she wasn't with Graves and Michael Cole, or do no. you think it was just the freedom? I think I think because she wasn't overproduced. And even if she was, it was a one-time thing. I mean, like. When you know you're going to be on Raw every week with the same ear, like, like voice in your ears, like, it's probably a lot of pressure. And, like, there's a lot of pressure to, like, follow the, the company line and not, like, be yourself, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, anybody who, who's followed her career knows, like, that's, like, her personality. And she sounded authentic. It felt real. Yeah. And I think the whole commentary team that night felt real because I felt – I Vince was there. 
let's just throw that out there now because there were a lot of people that also were like on my Instagram and stuff like, man, I can't wait till Triple H takes over. And like, oh, man, this shows you that Vince sucks. And it's like, no, that was Vince. Vince was still there. Vince gave the like approval for all of this to go down. Um, where it is that Triple H pitched it as the idea of what they could do since, you know, the guys were stuck over there. And Vince was like, yeah, do it. But Vince was still sitting back there. Vince was still producing the show. Yeah. He was fully involved. So all of you that were out there being like, oh, man, Triple H this. And oh, it's going to be so. It was still a Vince produced show. And let's be honest, I, I didn't want to compare it, but I drew a lot of parallels of the excitement I felt back in 2001 when the WCW invasion first started. Like just, it was There's just nothing better than Vince on his backs against the wall. Exactly, and 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 it felt like and Vince produced socials back in the day too. And that's why he's fun. that's why he's the king. And it was fun back then. And it was fun this week. I, maybe we wouldn't have had this if all that didn't go down. But man, a blessing in disguise. I don't know. I mean, it's hard not to believe that like it wouldn't have went down that way. Do you think you they would've, still would've would have done would, an NXT we would, invasion? We would have seen more NXT guys get squashed. We wouldn't have seen like, like the clean sweep we saw. Would the NXT guys even be on the show? Or would they rate it to Raw? Probably in some form or fashion. They have. They're gonna start building Survivor Series. I think. I don't think that was a total fresh plan. Yeah. But I think a lot of the stuff was probably pitched and either not really decided on or straight up said like, "Oh, we're not gonna I, do that." I agree with you. I think they were eventually gonna do an NXT invasion angle since they were including Survivor Series. And it Series, probably but I don't but know like, if that came that off night. like like we keep using the word invasion. That actually came off like an invasion. I thought it would be. Like, you'd think it would be more of guys just showing up. Yeah. Doing, you know, a basic stupid promo from the top of the ramp or coming out of the crowd. But, like, this actually felt like a whole show invasion. Literally, like, the way that Riddle and Keithy chased Sammy to the ring, the way that Shane just came out of the crowd and attacked Bailey, Sasha, and Nikki. And they don't, like, none of those guys looked like Raw or SmackDown guys. They don't. Like, you could never watch... NXT and you could never have watched SmackDown or Raw and you could you could you'd probably think like oh hey these guys aren't the same 100% they look like they came from somewhere else yeah. the underground they look like underground wrestlers that yeah like we know of but we don't see every week on these shows um but that's to your point though like I don't think they knew also because Adam Cole on the after the bell podcast was talking about how like he literally found out like the day, day of yeah. and like he was at home so like he was able to pack and fly out there and all this stuff, and I'm like, that's crazy. Like, it, it must have been a last minute plan, but yeah, they were gonna do it eventually. It was gonna happen, but it stood out. I really, 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 really enjoyed the main event between Adam Cole and Daniel. So Bryan. good, man. It was a I solid, watched it twice. I, I watched it twice too, actually, because I for different reasons. Obviously, the first time I was on my phone a bit trying to see what the reactions were, and then I wanted to watch it a second time without looking at my phone, just like watching it. And I like really enjoyed it. And um, the right guy went over, man. Like. And Daniel Bryan's at the point of his career. He can put guys over. It doesn't hurt him at all. He's bulletproof. Yeah, and it, and and give them a quality match. And they told the right story. It wasn't like a total squash. If for everyone that's like, oh, why did Daniel Bryan lose to Adam Cole? That makes no sense. Like, duh, 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 duh. how does it not make sense? Once again, dumb Instagram comments. <laughs> People are just like, why would he lose? Oh, they buried. I'm like, listen, like just shut up. Sometimes Brian just is shut the hell up. Brian is bulletproof, and and. If anyone was really paying attention, it was to the one match. match. Do you ever watch sports? Nobody goes <laughs> undefeated for a whole season, man. And like I, it just it, it happens sometimes. Sometimes it's not your day. You're not buried after one and loss. Not even if that. Daniel Bryan yeah. loses to Adam Cole and then next week loses to freaking Damian Priest and then loses to Pete Dunne and then you know what I mean? Like yeah. then then maybe you could say, oh, like what's happening here? This guy keeps losing to NXT guys. But that was just like these people showed up. It was a good match with the top guy. Daniel Bryan's not the top guy. Yeah. He lost to NXT's top guy. 
Yeah, and Daniel Bryan is a former champion. You lost to the NXT's champion. Like, it makes sense. And I think everyone... Daniel Bryan beat John Cena clean in the ring, one, two, wow. three. Nobody remembers that, and they never heard John Cena a lick. Exactly, and I don't know about that. I think people remember that, but... You know what I mean. I know what you mean, though. People talk about it as Daniel's title win, and then Randy Orton came out. Nobody ever thinks about it. At that time, Cena wasn't doing that at all. Yeah. And he got beat clean, one, two, three, no interference, no nothing. My biggest takeaway that I don't think people know is, though, if you really watch the match and like try to dissect the story of the match, Daniel Bryan was kicking Adam Cole's ass the majority of the match. It was the vet. You know what I mean? And he There was time. like It it, was the vet with the better wrestling knowledge. And it was such a cool story, too, because he would be beating up. Adam Cole and like taunting Shawn Michaels and Triple H who was singing at ringside and like it was a good story and then Adam Cole overcame the odds and I was like oh that laid the groundwork of oh these NXT guys might be better than we expect mm-hmm. they came to SmackDown they sweeped all of us they knocked down the top of the women's division on SmackDown Bailey and Sasha Banks and whatnot they knocked the Miz they knocked Sami Zayn they knocked Brian all the SmackDown guys got rocked yep. by these NXT guys then you had Triple H cut that promo at the end of the night. Um, reaching back to his old promo from 1998 when he introduced X-Pac. <coughs> yeah. You know, when you're looking to build an army, what do you look? You look at your blood. You look at your... He said friends back then, but he said your family this yeah. time. And he didn't have to mention the click. He went to the two suite to Shawn Michaels in the corner. And I'm like, for us hardcore longtime fans, I was like, if you picked up yeah. on that, it was a yeah. cool moment. You're like, oh. Because every time Triple H... Triple H is an army builder. It's his new whether squad. it's DX, whether it's evolution, Triple H builds armies. He knows how to do it. And and, he, and it, was, it was a cool little call back to that promo and just a cool promo on gave a great vibe to the end of that show yeah and it made you want to tune to raw did it not yeah and then the crowd had to go and show up yeah, and ruin it the raw crowd wasn't great and it's just so funny because every single wrestler that's talked about that show is like yeah nassau coliseum's always been a bad been, yeah. been a bad crowd and it's so funny you watch them try to defend themselves like oh i was in the building it sounded good listen dude you hear three people yelling in your section it's gonna sound good <laughs> yeah you guys weren't good you're horrible and I want to pull, bring up something that we're going to talk about later, though. But for all those people that... You shouldn't get TVs if you're going to be that bad of a crowd. I they know. should keep notes and be like, oh, you know what? We're not going... This building can get house shows only from now but on. But I want to throw a comparison in. Listen, I'm saying a lot of good... This is the first week in weeks. We're saying a lot of good stuff about WWE, too. But I just want to say another good thing about AEW that, that a lot of people show. Like, like, oh, like their crowd, like it was half empty. They showed the tarped off pictures. They showed that the, the North Carolina arena did not sell out. But I'll say this about the AEW audiences. They're loud, man. Yeah. Even if nobody's there, they're loud. But you know what, though? People say that because a big part of their gimmick is... To hate AEW. No, is selling out buildings right away. Yeah, yeah. No fair game. That's because all the AEW... So, like, it's a little battle between the people that love AEW and hate AEW. When If you're going to go around claiming, like, oh, WWE can't sell out that fast, well, they kind of didn't sell out, and it showed. I don't think... uh, Yeah, I didn't look at it from that perspective, but, yeah, I guess that's That's why people say... People aren't saying it just to be like, oh, hey, it's all... People are saying it because, like, their thing is saying... We yeah. sold out the. It's not even them. It's the fans that say it mostly. Like AEW hasn't really been cocky like that. And like, they haven't said they about Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. So they haven't been cocky like that. It's mostly been the fans. But yeah, you're right. Their fans are very passionate, and that's because the top guys have bred that. They they yeah. take care of their fan base. Whereas like WWE fans, we're like trained to think the company is the bad guy. No, hundred percent. And I, I just think and the they difference. don't let us. There's there's nobody like a Cody Rhodes where WWE fans can really cling on to because either the the guys that they're really pushing are like dorky and not that cool, yeah. or the guys we do like can never get a good string of wins. So it's just like you don't get that emotional investment that the AEW fans have, and that they they're getting rewarded with not only good matches and segments, but you know you get to see. 
you get to see your guys come out on top or you see the light at the end of the tunnel where they will come on top. No, I fully agree. And I think that does play a huge part. Um, WWE does get looked at as a bad guy and they don't build any stars. We talked about that for weeks. It's more building the company. But if you're building the company, there's no well, one what, are, what did I text you? The only star, the only star WWE's built in the last decade is Cody Rhodes. Which is, yeah. If they didn't do what they did to Cody Rhodes, there's no AEW and there's no, Cody Rhodes like the biggest baby face in yeah, the entire planet. because he wouldn't have been undesirable. WWE. undeniable yeah, if WWE I, uh, didn't make I him also, undesirable. I also said that to you too. Yeah. You could have let just me say stole that. it. You could have just I let just me say it. I just stole it. it. Oh. But I want to segue to something because you brought up something. You're right. Most of the guys that try pushing come off like dorks. And one of those people is Seth Rollins. And it's funny that now, once again, after a year. <laughs> huge, huge dork, man. I love how he's just like, everything I did came undone. After I don't have the year, energy for this anymore. After a year of trying to make change it's like that's your, the that's title. The, like, I know it's not him, but it's just like, I'm not going to keep blaming the writers for everything, man. Because yeah. like you, you're like, I don't know the inner workings. I don't know how anything work. I can only critique the stuff that I see on TV. Yeah. When you're coming out and saying, well, everything I've done is undone. Brock has the belt again. This and this. We're starting from scratch. I don't have the energy to yeah. do it again. And it's just like, oh man, like, are you tr- like, you're, you're basically like, I think he like, now I feel like they're trying to murder his character so he can have a new well, one. Now he's a quitter. No, no, like, just kill the character, whatever he was being this year, and have like, you know, like a different, uh, like flavor to him, like yeah. how most other wrestlers do. They change up their style, they change up the way they talk, they change up, you know, their attitude. And I think Rollins is due for one of those. So hopefully that's that's where they're on the direction to because whatever he's been this whole year has been very bland, generic, and uncool. Very uncool. Uncool, I think, is the best word. And it's funny if you want him on after the bell, he's like, I don't know, I did everything the fans wanted me to do, and they just turned no, on me. No, no, like, that's no, that's not what didn't. happened, yeah. man. Like, if that's what we want people to believe, sure, but it's just it hasn't been a good run, and that's so funny because he came out and he and cut every that time promo. he gets on the mic, he makes himself more unlikable. Yeah, but then his savior came, Triple H. Which is like, where do I go now? Like, Triple H has been on every aspect, every point of his career, every checkpoint of his career, Triple H has somehow been involved. Yeah. And this was a great way to try to be like, hey, Seth, you can be cool again. Join the cool brand, NXT. And then we brought NXT back into it. We got booked into... Uh, yeah, then he can dye his hair half a different color start and start moshing again. Moshing again. Yeah. I don't know why I tried doing a bad mosh there. Yeah. But, brown, uh, brown guys don't mosh. I know. I don't know how to mosh. <laughs> I, but anyways, um, it was cool, man. Seeing Undisputed Era show up in full force. Anytime they're on the screen... It's like, I'm like, oh my God, they're interacting with so-and-so. Oh my God, they're interacting with so-and-so. Because they're not only so cool, but they're badass. Yeah. They're, they're good wrestlers. They're cool characters. And it's just like every single person that they interact with, you're just like, okay, this is going to be awesome. And we don't really get that. And we got, and there's a couple things I'm pointing about the promo really quickly though. The fact that, so they that Seth bring up a good point like yeah you invaded Ro- SmackDown when you know half the roster was stuck in da da da, da and whatnot, but you're right because every time they interact with NXT stars, uh, it does feel cool man and like and the one Seth Rollins thing he said that we could probably whether we love him or hate him get on board on where he's like I'm better than Daniel Bryan like just be that guy be cocky be, be that arrogant. guy we like it when you like that don't be this I'm happy to be here I'm not like, like I know what everybody wants and people hate me <laughs> everybody's booing me I'm just trying to be like no man you sound like a little bitch and whether whether he's been a dork or not like I did get excited when they booked Seth Rollins with Adam Cole I'm like I'm, I'm because of Adam Cole that. no but also I do like Seth Rollins as a wrestler I just yeah you knew the match was gonna be good exactly that's what it was I knew the match was going to be good so I'm like oh this is going to be a good match and I did see them interact with each other on the bump a couple of weeks ago uh, the show that's on the WWE now. oh no it's on YouTube and it looks really WWE stupid page. it's good they have good people come in and have interviews this, I mean Kayla's cool Kayla's cool that Volumer I don't know his full name he's cool the rest of them looks Camp's like they cool. just put a bunch of fans on a TV show yeah, it's pretty decent and if, if you want that watch our show 
watch our show guys yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> it was no it was i, I enjoyed sometimes bring kayla in the studio please a, <laughs> I'm, I'm down they had yeah. a good interaction with uh adam cole and and uh seth rollins that's so forgettable and uh where adam cole said he would love to wrestle seth rollins one day so i'm like oh this is happening this is super sweet but um it was a solid match, but I want to say, like, the Undisputed coming out, yeah, like, they, they just come off as cool. Like, they come off as a cool group, and they kind of tease something we kind of wanted And so dangerous. Much. The OC came out. Oh, yeah. To interact with the Undisputed era, and we're like, oh, That's what? all you want. We wanted this. We talked about it for, like, the last three weeks. And then they even involved Balor on NXT. It's on NXT. Like, like, it's just like, who's... You, are you guys really listening to us? Like, what What's is happening going on here? here? Did you guys watch my page and see, like, Who the reaction? Like, is Cody Rhodes booking for your show right now? I almost, when Balor interests, so, like, we can mix all this up. It's fine. SmackDown Run NXT. It is fine. I don't I don't even know why you give me these. Well, I mixed it all up. Um, but when, when, uh, when, <laughs> when Balor came out, so NXT ended up, the OC showed up at NXT. So they continued the OC thing. Um, they showed the OC attack on the speed air before the show on social media and stuff uh, and I, they probably showed replays on the show I that was great but i wish that was like how the show opened that would have been dope but anyways regardless we got to see it i like it when big gals gets to look like a badass and oc opened the show they got a promo they got uh confronted by uh riddle and keith lee and uh champa set up a match for the main event obviously the undisputed era came back they said well, keith lee's dope man now we're going to see him when a, in a spotlight on him then mm-hmm. uh, even for me like i'm like riddle's I'm, still not doing nothing for me man Riddle seems like a threat regardless, though. Kind of. Like, he's in that guy, top spot. spot put where some he, shoes on. A top spot guy where he could be, like, in the championship match after this. I don't something. know. I mean, his matches are good, but I just, like, I just, uh, the character is not, like, I'm not invested in him. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people are, and I'm, I know if I was in the crowd, I'd probably be like, bro, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, like, other than that, like, I don't know. No, he's not I'm doing it for that. me yet. Yeah. It's like, when I'm sure I, he will at some It's point. like, I forget what WrestleMania was. 34? Or I didn't even really care to boo Roman, but I was doing it because everybody else was. It's one of those situations. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, boo! I'm like, I don't even know why I'm booing this guy. I don't even you hate just, him that much, but everybody else you, is everyone doing, doing it. You're like, get yeah, out of here. Yeah. You can't wrestle. Like you. And, I'm like, I don't and then even, during the match, you're like, this is great. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't even hate Roman Reigns. I don't want to booing the guy. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought that was cool to have that OC Undisputed Era interaction. But it makes me so sad that NXT TakeOver and Survivor Series are still two separate things. So I would have loved to have a war games between those two teams, man. No, that's just, that's then we're just getting too spoiled. I know. <laughs> that's true. They wouldn't give us that, right? No, they would not. I was almost like, they should put war games on Survivor Series. It'd be epic. But it was a small sign. So basically, Undisputed returned in that main event on NXT. They uh, tried to stop AJ from beating Ciampa. But then Finn came out, did his thing. And then we had Finn doing the Bullet Club, or just the Prince Devitt gun points to a two-sweeting AJ Styles. And it's like... So cool, man. What? So cool. Because we, we already know the... The hardcore marks really already know the connection between these guys. And the NXT crowd is similar to an AEW crowd. They're hardcore marks. They're loyal fans. AEW, the NXT crowd was there first. Yeah, they're the regular fans. They're the ones that actually like support the brand the same way AEW fans like fully support the brand. And the AEW fans, they're just the t-shirt marks. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> but it was cool, man. It was a cool moment. And um, overall, like I still want to talk about a couple of things with NXT, but overall this week I do think AEW Dynamite was a, left a bigger impression on me because the best thing that happened on NXT was that moment. Though, yeah, me. it was a go-home show too, yeah. though. It should be better. I, I like There was stuff on NXT. What else happened on Raw that I want to talk about really quick? Let's see. Uh... Oh, the Becky Shayna promo on Raw. I did enjoy that. Uh, the, that was really the good. Sit down. I think they, 
I have never been a Baszler fan, yeah. and it took two episodes, and I'm in. She seems like a badass. I still don't like her matches. I like but, her being... But that doesn't matter to me. I'm into her character, so I will like the her The whole, matches. I'm not Ronda Rousey, like, I will break you. I'll see what limb of yours I'm going to break. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the, the how Total Divas has been doing, nobody cares about Ronda Rousey, nah, so you do not want to be her. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. But shout out to Total have Divas. Have you been watching that show? I have. I heard she's super unlikable. But I don't ever watch it live. I PVR and I watch it. Does that, that doesn't count for ratings, Yeah, right? it does. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, not in the initial one. Uh, I'm not even talking about ratings. I, I know, just heard I just it's been bad. How, I just wanted to know I how heard it's been bad, and she's been super unlike. Because I thought about that. I'm like, I never watch it live. Am I one of those people affecting it? Because it was all about the people. Clearly, just want to see the Bellas. Yeah, and honestly, but I, I don't mind Total Divas. A good show, but maybe it's run its course. Shout out to, to Carmella though. Second you episode. Add the Wrestling Classic. You just gotta add the Rock on there, the franchise saver. Yeah, put him on Total Divas. Right. Yeah, I mean, the only people I really care about it on this season is Carmella. And Natty's funny. That's about it I can think of. Like on the show, she's funny, her and Tyson and stuff. But Ronda, I care about, but I don't no, really don't. care about her life. You don't care about Ronda. No, I care about her as like. You've never watched a UFC fight in your life. No, and I used to watch her when Ronda was on there. I just don't care about her as a, like uh, her real life. We don't care about her and Travis Brown making babies. Yeah, like that part I don't. In her farm, like I, she's dope. I she has a farm. Yeah, I don't care about that part of. That her makes life. sense. That's well, and I, yeah. But anyways, enough about Total Divas Why? and Ronda Rousey. Why? I don't know. You want to talk about Ronda Rousey and her farm? It's better than and watching Sonya Deville it's chase chickens. It's and better than talking about Riho and Emi Sakura. Well, get there. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, Total Divas is not bad, man. It, it, it just I think the cast isn't the strongest. Yo, and move on. I don't want to talk about Total Divas anymore. And shout out to Carmella <laughs> for rocking the wrestling classic merch on episode two of this season. Go watch it, guys. Um, yeah, the Becky Shane thing's cool. Made Bailey super, un- super forgettable. I just, I was like I at that point I'm like I just want to see Becky versus Shayna, but now it's a trip with Becky Shayna and Bailey. But I guess it'll be good. Bailey's gonna win that match, isn't she? I know that's the worst part about it, right? The matches they've booked so far for Survivor Series are solid. Oh, that's I'm one. excited. And then the revival versus the Viking Raiders versus Undisputed Era. I messaged my girlfriend. I was like, "Yo, just Google whatever day Survivor Series is. I'm definitely busy that Dude, night." Dude, that <laughs> match is gonna be legit. That trip with a tag match. I don't know what they're gonna do for the other matches yet. Maybe it's gonna be Adam Cole versus the Fiend versus. No, they can't because Brock's facing Ray. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get Adam Cole on that show. I do. Do you? Yeah, they've overexposed him. Cole and Rollins. At this point, maybe a rematch. Maybe Cole Rollins and Brian triple threat. Uh, I I would definitely be in for that. Or they are gonna have a traditional Survivor Series match somehow. And have a Team NXT versus Team Raw SmackDown. Brian, yeah, I guess Rollins Brian and Rollins, Rollins shake Rollins hands. Rollins going to be like, hey, Team Hogan, you guys take me back. <laughs> I don't know. And I can see I can see Adam Cole leading that team. You know? Yeah, uh, that'd be weird without the Undisputed Era there, though. Well, you have Roderick, and then maybe put Keith Lee and Riddle. And then one more guy. Chompa. That tag see? match is going to be the best match of the weekend. And then who's going to be Rollins in the club? It's weird. I don't know what they're going to do, actually. I think we're going to get the club versus... No, because... No. Styles versus Cole versus Balor? Styles and Balor versus Cole and Roderick? Yeah, maybe. Or or Ciampa and Cole. Yeah, that's another one. Gorgano's still kicking around with nothing to do. And Finn's going to be going after He'll probably be in the war games. Well, they're going to be in the... That's the thing. And he's probably not going to be on Survivor Series. Is it back-to-back, night-to-night? Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, because you can't... If some guy's in the war games, is it really believable that they're going to show up the next day and just... It is, yeah. Speaking of war games, the women's teams have kind of been made. Uh, it's Rhea Ripley, uh, Tegan Ox, Mia Kim, and Candice LeRae versus Shayna, Bianca, and Io Shirai, and still a mystery person. 
the draw, story draw bianca bring dakota kai on there but the story is that Rhea did not pick dakota she picked mia instead because mia came and helped out and then they had a backstage segment where Rhea's like oh, we're just gonna go with mia because uh, just dakota didn't have it. and now dakota's upset and there was like an after exclusive YouTube promo where yeah, she I saw that. stuff where she's like, oh, with the interviewer always stirring the pot. I like her. She's dope. Said like, oh, maybe does this make you feel like you're not good enough? She's like, what do you mean? And then obviously the rumors start swirling in the in the fantasy booking and everyone's like, well, does Dakota turn next week and join the heel team? With Io, Shayna, and Bianca? Does she somehow find her way on that team to face off against the four Really, Rhea, who said she's not good enough, or does or do they pick someone and Dakota takes them out and then makes herself a part of the team? I don't know. That's gonna be an interesting match. It is the first ever women's war games match. Yeah, but I just I'm very curious. To I see don't know how I feel there. about that. It's it's interesting, right? Yeah, but I like that Dakota idea. But I don't know how I feel about Dakota being a heel because I like the team of her and Tegan. I don't. I don't know. It'd be interesting. But then well, you got a feud there. Obviously, Dakota's going to be part of something. But then you got a couple of feuds there. You can have Tegan feud Dakota because what the hell. Or you can have Candice. You know, there's a lot. It's, I don't know. NXT's cool like that because it leaves you speculating. Like, and things could happen like that. It's a, it's more of a wrestling show than the other shows. So, or, you know. Well, you said you like stories and they actually have stories. And that's a story. That's why I was intrigued by that. That's yeah. why you, Then, then you called about. it a wrestling show right after. It it's, has good stories. It does. So which is it? It's a wrestling show still, though. Because oh. there were matches on the... What are on SmackDown, then? They're entertainment shows. Then why don't they have good stories? Shouldn't the entertainment shows have better stories? You tell me, man. That's what we've been... You're the one making the distinction, not me. I know, but NXT is still a wrestling show, but it's like the old school wrestling show. It's like the stories make sense, and it's about the matches rather than like, hey, you're fucking my wife, you know? No. You know? No, I don't. Happening. No. Yeah. It's just, you know, the stories... I mean, the, we the all... We all hate Bobby Lashley and Rusev's like story, and it seems like you—that's what you want. No, I don't want that. I'm saying those are the stories we don't need. We need the stories about the wrestling. Oh, yeah, no, we do not need those whatsoever. Yeah. Like uh, that's why WWE's entertainment show—they give us bad stuff like that. I, a wrestling show, really the, bad. And NXT is a wrestling show where they—the stories are based <laughs> off the matches. And, like the story is basically that Dakota's <laughs> poor, mad that she's. Poor Rusev just keeps losing too. The RKO from Andy oh Orton nowhere this week. I don't know where Andy Orton fits in with that. We'll find out. I don't know. Bachata. Um, what else happened on Raw that I want to talk about really quickly? The main event was really good. Um, I'm glad it didn't end with a proper finish. Not gonna lie, yeah, I didn't make it that far. It didn't end with a finish. The crowd just sucked me right out of it. It ended with a really bad brawl. I'll say, it was one of those NXT guys came out, then the Raw smacked the Raw people came out. It was just a brawl, but it wasn't. Oh, was that, that where half the guys like ran away or whatever? No, they were all outside. And then one person jumped over the ropes and knocked him out. A WWE guy. Then Keith Lee jumped over the ropes and knocked people out. It was one of those situations. There were little. Was that what that clips from where Matt Riddle didn't make his dive and ended up like hitting himself in the ring on the I don't outside? Know, maybe, yeah. maybe. There were little things that were cool. Like there were little interactions that happened in that part where I'm like, there are matches I want to see that I never thought I wanted to see. Like Kyle O'Reilly versus AJ Styles. They started fighting each other. I'm like, oh, I never realized I want to see Kyle O'Reilly versus. I want to see Kyle O'Reilly face everybody. Yeah, referees, women, but a guy men, like AJ Styles, management, like animals. Kyle O'Reilly is the coolest guy on the planet. Um, only other thing that was really. Colorado's man his fucking expressions, his his reactions to things, his his uh, striking sounds and looks cool. His elbows. <laughs> he looks like he's killing people. He looks like a trained killer, and a very technical sound. Wrestler. And he does it all with diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah. Um, Brock and Ray is the only other thing that I want to point out. Ray I'm beat excited. up Brock. I'm excited for that match. Ray dude. beat up Brock. I have pipe. been since Dominic got beat up. I've been like I'm 
totally here for a Ray and Brock match. And Dio Madden got F5 through a table. I was waiting for something to happen. That Big guy. dude, that guy. He is. But and he's an ex-wrestler, so it made sense you take that bump. Uh, Paul Heyman's commented Jerry Lawler. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was solid stuff, man. That whole storyline. I didn't realize be, I would be invested in a Brock Ray feud in 2019. It's good, man. Like, who knew? And you know what? <laughs> you, I'm just glad to see Ray in a good storyline. I agree. At this point in his career, he should be in only good storylines. I agree. I, it was it's cutting um, good promos. Like, where's this guy coming from? When did he learn how to cut a promo? When did he come back? Because he was good at this at one point. Then ever since like 2012, like it's been, and now he's like back in like this top of the card pitcher and you care about him you're invested in, right yeah he's never not given you great matches or good matches at they haven't minimum. really given they haven't really given him the chance so they've been using him as like the veteran that can't get it done where it's just like let him go out there and do his thing and he is the biggest little man he's the only little guy that we believe like him being up right brock with a pipe most people are like oh this guy's too small but it's, i don't know because it's ray there's like was some, that dvd any good biggest little man i don't know that's one I was that the one that was just the matches I think so. I bought it and I gave it to Jaden. So I never. I always like those ones where it's like a good like collection of matches. This is before the net. Compilations. Compilation. Compilation. It was before yeah. uh, the network. So, you know, yeah. those DVDs were good and you just wanted to watch them wrestle. I was having a conversation with my boy. He has an Instagram page called Bret Hart underscore Dungeon. Check him out if you want. It's all Bret Hart stuff. But he messaged me. He's like, Does he have any association to Bret Hart? Uh, no, I don't think so. Really shouldn't be using that name. But, man. uh,. It was, uh, he's a full Bret Hart fan page of nothing but Bret Hart. We all are. But uh, he was to ask me if I was a collector. And I'm like, honestly, I collected things, but I've never been like an avid collector of anything. I'm like, there was a point I collected a lot of DVDs and I thought I was going really hard in that thing. And then the network came out and that was pretty devastating. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to point that out. So if anyone else can relate No, to I that, still throw the DVDs in. Uh, I occasionally, but, like the documentary ones. Yeah. But like matches, I'm like, I can just find on the network now. I guess that's that. But... Uh, if anyone can relate to that, let us know because we both went hard on the DVD collecting. I have no bit. regrets. I'm happy. I well, have I, them. I'm glad I have them too. Don't worry. Doesn't wrong. sound like my it. network doesn't work sometimes. I don't pop in. The I don't DVDs. know why. We have the we I, we use the I same don't one. Know. I, my network's weird. Um, I think that's it, man. The bi- we talked about everything I really wanted to talk about when it comes to the NXT invasion, Raw, and SmackDown, and what went down. I'm just, and you know, another thing too, like. And then they're not force feeding this whole like Balor thing. We're actually yeah. gonna see like where is it going? Like they got a lot of stuff going on, and they're not trying to like force anything down or make anything too obvious. They're just letting these stories play out, and it's just week to week good television, which is what it needs to be. You don't need to like hot shot stuff. You don't need to have these like three to five week angles, and then all yeah. of a sudden new ones start. Let stuff just keep playing out throughout the year, and it seems like they're doing that right now, and I'll, I'm all for it. It's yeah, I agree with you, and it just it's just. It's weird because we were so happy with the whole like wild card rule ending and shows being like their own things, but now NXT's kind of brought the shows together. Now it's kind of like Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and in that third brand thing. But it's, then it's we could—that's cool. not even something that we could complain about too. Because yeah. NXT wasn't involved in the draft; they can go wherever they want. Exactly, and it's just cool. And then it feels like an invasion because they always felt left out like that. Totally, I don't know. Totally feels like an invasion. I don't know if next year they can do the same thing and have it feel the same way. Almost, I, why would they do it two years in a row? It's almost because like when they did the Raw and SmackDown sieges and <laughs> Raw. That was a little different. That was yeah. corny and it was I know, never but I'm good. Because like, if they do this again, I don't. I don't want to complain the, about if, something if, that hasn't if, happened if yet. The, if the Raw vs SmackDown stuff started out good, maybe it'd be comparable. But it's it was never the good. first time it happened. It was, it was just corny. But and then like, oh, the worst is when you're wearing the red shirts and the blue shirts. Yeah. Like I don't want to see Kane wearing. That's a, a, cool. I don't want to see Kane wearing a SmackDown shirt. And you know that's another thing you can say is that these NXT guys like. They didn't like. Don't worry. They didn't all come wearing like these just plain NXT shirts. If they were like they were funky ones, or they were wearing their own merch, they then I'd be like, "Where's then I'd be like, where's Wade Barrett?" Yeah, <laughs> the Nexus is back. What's yeah. going on here? Right. But uh, and I also, bought some bad news. Last note about that is uh, 
it's good exposure for NXT for the fans that weren't aware. You know, maybe they're tuning into NXT Takeover. Maybe they're and you know what? Straight USA. up, there's the numbers for oh, USA went up. There's millions of people yeah. who have no idea what NXT is and who they are. So that you're right, that's great. Yeah, and and I'm not an, I don't like talking about the numbers, but the numbers did go up for this week's episode of NXT compared to last week. Mm. It was like eight hundred thousand compared to I think it was like five hundred thousand a week ago or something from what I read. And I'm like, that's dope because people probably got intrigued from what happened on Raw and SmackDown. And yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a good stuff, man. And they're on USA, so yeah, if it's on an actual network, let's boost the I, I, I am also interested to see what next week's SmackDown is going to do because we all love this week's yeah. SmackDown. So if that reflects, it'll be a good one next year, next week. And we'll see what happens. They've already announced the, the SmackDown for this week or next week, however we want to pronounce it, is uh, Sasha Banks and Nick, you're facing each other. And well, why is that something we even need to talk about? Nobody cares. No, about no, that. I'm just saying that's happening, but like. That like they haven't announced anything else, so I'm like, who knows? Like maybe we're gonna have some more NXT stuff, and it's gonna be different now because the the roster's back, the SmackDown roster's back. So we're gonna get the Fiend, we're gonna get some stuff that we never got last week, and we're gonna figure out what's going on in different areas, and we'll see how it plays out. Because last week was really NXT dominated. It was literally just NXT SmackDown, NXT SmackDown. It was a little bit different. Did that Saudi show have a battle royal? Yeah, to who the winner was gonna face AJ Styles for the US uh. title was Humberto. Oh, we got it. I was going to say, did we get a Saudi show with no Battle Royal? But we, we did. We did. We got a Battle Royal. Um, and, and the club won the greatest tag team in the world. Yeah, good. Gauntlet. They are the greatest tag and team. And now the they world. have something to brag about as the OC is becoming cool again. Remember, we said like AJ seemed like a guy that had clout. Now, Gallows and Anderson have something they can brag about too. They won this turmoil against, and they beat the tag team champions, the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. So, can you hate on them? That's it for that, though. I think all three shows are really entertaining and good this week. I really felt like a good them. week. Yeah. felt like a fun week to be a wrestling fan. I can't even pick what the best show of the entire week was. I will say AEW took a little bit better for me than... I think SmackDown was NXT. better because of the surprise, and if you're an NXT fan, and the characters they used, how they were used, nothing yeah. was disappointing. Whereas AEW, the builds were all good, but none of the matches were really, who ca- like, who cares? Except for the main event. I agree with you. It's a solid, solid show. I'm going to give a quick shout-out, though, to Maestro Classic. Uh, if you guys are looking to you know, keep your beard clean and shaped nicely and shampooed and conditioned, check out uh, Maestro Classic. They use sulfate-free products, uh, the beard shampoo, beard wash, beard conditioner, and just really keeps your beard undeniably... It's beard undeni- butter. Beard butter. Um, uh, undeniably good. It, it, it just, it's the product that the wrestlers and everybody uses in the WWE. Uh, they, they, have, they work with NASCAR. They work with the, uh, the some basketball team. I think it's the Philadelphia 76ers and stuff. Like, they're a they're a trusted brand in the game when it comes to beard care. Um, the, the probably the, I use it. Devin uses it. Uh, we've given a bunch to our producer. They're honestly top notch. So check out Maestro Classic. Check out the new website. They also got merchandise. And if you want to save some money, shop on maestroclassic.com and use the promo code TWC Maestro. Also, quick shout out to Chalkline. Once again, I'm going to drop that exclusive promo code you can only get from listening to the show. I'm wearing Chalkline right now. Macho Man Jacket. They had a successful weekend at Complex Con. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were there. They sold some outsider jackets and they uh, dropped some like other cool hip hop and Nickelodeon related jackets and sports jackets as well. And not only jackets, they got shorts, t-shirts, sneakers. Um, they're dropping some like other unique merchandise like teddy bears and stuff. So check out Chalkline Official. Use the promo code TWC15. Do the thing. So Maestro Classic, Chalkline Official. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Cardillo. Shout out to Ice Shaker. Let's talk about a couple of things before we get into AEW. Um, I'm going to throw these out there. Just give me your opinion, and then we'll move on to AEW. First things first, the Fiend's a champion. Is that good or bad? Let's see. I, I like that. I just mean. I don't know. 
It, it, it first there was the complaints that it was too soon to even put him in the championship picture. He doesn't need the belt now. He's a champion. I, what, what I, does that mean? I would have said that uh, a few years ago. Not necessarily about Bray Wyatt, but yeah. about anybody. I would have said good or bad. But uh, both of those titles essentially mean nothing. They're both essentially intercontinental titles. So let's just see. Let's see if it makes the top of the card more exciting. I think it will. If if I have to go with anything, I'll say good. I think it'll make the top of the card more exciting. I think it's good. Too. I want to see Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, run through like the names. Yeah. And then but you know what? Means you know what? Lose. And then you know what? If in a few months or at WrestleMania he comes up against Roman Reigns and loses, that's fine. Something like that. But let's see him beat AJ Styles. Let's see him beat Seth Rollins again. Let's see him beat uh, Kofi Kingston. Let's see him beat Drew McIntyre. Let's see him beat I don't want to even say this. Kevin these, Owens. A lot of these guys are on Raw. That's what's stressing me out. But I don't I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's have him beat you know go through whatever Shinsuke, who, Brian, whoever else. Yeah. Whether he has to cut and then whether Roman it's Roman Reigns at the end of it or if it's someone from NXT or whatever it is. Let's see him like actually dismantle the top of the card. I 100% agree with you. I was gonna say bad, but the way you said that kind of makes it seem like good because my only thing was with it was like oh, you're now, just gonna go to these Undertaker comparisons. Undertaker no, 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 no. I just no. I I I I thought I'm like oh this now this. I just feel like when you're the champion, this means, oh, you're going to lose pretty soon. Or it's going to happen, in my mind. Because, like, the thing with the Fiend is, like, if he wasn't the champion, you could just keep predicting he was going to keep winning. You lose in a triple threat match. Never and everyone pinned. wins or loses. Don't never gets pinned. That's another good, great idea. But if, but I was going to say, but if they do drag to, like, WrestleMania, I think I'm okay with that. If the Fiend goes undefeated to, like, WrestleMania and finally loses the belt, I think I'm cool with that. If he loses any sooner and the only reason they have to give him a loss is because he's the champ, that kind of sucks. That's the only thing, I think. Um, the next thing is Randy Orton signs in the five-year deal with the WWE. It's dope. Great. He's been awesome this yeah, year. Yeah, I know he was joking around teasing AEW stuff. I never could see him fitting in there, to be honest. Why not? I don't know. It'd be funny. It'd be he could cut those Twitter promos on TV. If they Actually, you know what? It could have been. You know, they're flippy shit, little dorks, right? Yeah. I don't know where he was, but he pointed out something that said, like, the elite or something. And he was just teasing, teasing, teasing. But um, Imagine the RKOs he can do in the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, that's And the true. Young Bucks. That's true. It'd be solid. Have him sign a one-year deal, man. RKO the whole roster. Lose every match, but still RKO the whole roster, and then just come back. And he's so established. He's like that established star that would have went over there and made a difference. But then there'd be those other the fans that hate AEW. Like, oh, more WWE guys on AEW. But I'm happy he signed another five-year deal. Um, he's consistent. He When he's motivated, he kills it. And everything he does is... Like, you know, when he's around, he's, he's He should have said, if you don't put me with the revival, I'm not signing this contract. I know, I miss that team, man. Oh, FTRKO. man. But, yeah, we'll see. I'm glad that he did that. The last other thing I want to talk about before AEW is they signed Scarlett Bordeaux to uh, WWE. Excellent. NXT, Excellent. The smoke show. She's smoking. I've met her in person. Let's She's super cool. Give her a, give her a, give her Alexa Bliss's talking segment. Yeah. Uh, put it on every show. Yeah. Give her a whole roster of people to, ch- to, ta- to manage. Let's just let's just get her on TV a lot. Two things I want to address about her uh, that came from comments from my page. What? One, she's too pretty for TV. No, no. One, um, some people like do do, and uh, this is you're gonna make me say something. Wants to shove the microphone on someone's ass, don't you? No, no, no. One is should she do the NXT thing or should she go to the main roster? Well, you gotta you gotta learn how to like be on TV. Yeah, I think as a character she could be on the main roster, but wrestling. Yeah, but you got but you need to bit. you need to learn how to be on WWE yeah. TV, where the cameras are, know, where to sure. look. You know, that's true. She's like, yeah, that's true. There's been people that have been shot up the real fast, like Lacey Evans. So you never know. Um, and she's not any good. I know. And Scarlett's also not a wrestler. There's no rush. Yeah, that's what I mean. So let her do a thing. But and then the second thing is, um, obviously, in Impact, she was 
kind of more of a sable like over sexualized character are they gonna over sexualized just enough no i think it's fine but i mean like her character was pretty much based on her being hot and like seductive that's gonna be toned down Charlotte a bit, walks out with her tits out i know but do you, think, week. do you think that'd be toned down a bit huh do you think that would be toned down a bit in the wwe yeah, her they they would rather than showing skin, they would do it through more her words and actions. Kind of how like, Alexa did on her show. Yeah, like kind of like that, or like kind of flirty, kind of because let's let's face it, that's just not the program they are anymore. And yeah. I'm okay with that, and I'm fine with that too. But you don't need to show a lot of skin to be sexy. I, I just wanted to ask those questions. Those are the questions that came up on like social mm-hmm. media under the my Scarlet Bordeaux. Those are okay. Let's come up with better ones next week. Okay, I just kind of fun though. I'm taking it from the people. It's kind of fun. Just random do that more often. So the things I, I noticed. And I them take there. them from your the brain though. Yours, your questions are fun. Don't take it from these dummies. I know, but I want them to listen to the show so we ask your questions. But um, no, if you want us to if you, if you make stupid Instagram comments <laughs> that we can read out, if you want to make everybody happy, make a burner account and just post some stupid shit we can talk about. Don't become trolls, guys. I love you. No, not trolls, but like have really bad opinions. Fair, fair. Let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about Wednesday Dynamite. The things that stood out to me and the things that didn't. I don't want to talk about everything. Brandy Rhodes. Let's talk about that. Let's just shoot. Brandy Rhodes promo. Not good. It's I, it, it was a very well enunciated and, and, and said promo. Yeah. It was produced nicely. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Like, I understand what she's trying to say and what she's trying to portray. I have never, ever, ever, ever been that person that's like, Oh, you're only there because of your dad or this and that. I've never said about Triple H. It's because who you're married to. Never. For some reason, my only thought about Brandy Rhodes is maybe it's because the way she she talks about herself, like the way she's come up and all I've achieved, this, that, this, that. I I I know it's dickish and people aren't gonna like it, and I feel horrible for even thinking it. To be honest, I know I like to make jokes and stuff like that. I feel I feel horrible for thinking it, but I'm just like you're just Cody Rhodes' wife, man. And she mentioned that. I know. And, and I, when it, she it, mentioned, it, it, I did think about you because you said that her, to me. And her mentioning that doesn't change that for me. It's just like if you do good at the marketing stuff and all that, do the marketing stuff, and you're a good valet, be a valet. I just don't. I just don't. She's just. I don't know. The production wasn't bad. The promo made sense. She enunciated it well. It was great. It, it wasn't like it was. Didn't make, I just. I just. I'm still not invested. In it. I think. It's, I like, don't was know she saying going. that she gets bullied and now she's about to bully others? Who's gonna bully you? Cody Rhodes is one of those beloved people, and people love her too. Yeah. So when have you gotten when she's bullied? With Cody. I don't know. She wants to be the heel. Cody wants to be the. No, I mean, as a person, face. everybody only says good things about her. Yeah, no, yeah, no so one ever. Like, when did you get bullied? You know what? People are gonna say it's because your husband. That doesn't mean you're getting bullied. I mean, it makes sense that like this gives her a reason to be associated with Awesome Kong. Still, I, like the, everything about it makes sense. It's just I don't know if I dig it. It just wasn't good for me. I just like maybe it was one of those. I just don't care. Definitely don't. I just don't care. And it's interesting too because like I've been supposedly saying, yeah. the AEW. Like whole women's division, women's rosters, like a like Kenny Omega project. Yeah, and it's interesting that the two things he's in charge of, the women's roster and himself, are both not very good at all. Yeah, and I was gonna say like, and I I'm one of those. People I'm that wondering if maybe they should hire Gato, because <laughs> I I've said it like I'm, I'm week after week and I'm gonna say it again this week. Those women's matches on here I did not care about. They're those building ten- it, and then they have they have yeah. good. I'm not even gonna say they're talented. talented. They, they have, have talented. good. They have good people and people that can pull stuff off. But it's just I don't think they're focused on it right now. And it's it's it, and that's fine because they're building a lot of young stars. Yeah. And we're in a climate and a culture right now where no matter what, the women are gonna get some love. Yeah. Because they went through a long time where they got treated like nothing and they got positioned like nothing. So I think they deserve to have a shot and they deserve to get a little bit of leeway. But let's let's face it, they're spending a lot of time building a lot of young male stars and building up their male roster. 
um, there can only be so much time and, and brain no, power put into one thing. But it's 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 not that interesting. And one case, okay, so you can't blame them for that. One thing you can blame them for is they have really done nothing to make Riho seem important. They haven't, but such as the champion, they showed a couple not of video a packages. Not a single thing. Nothing that really stood out. And I wrote it literally. I'm like, I, I, when it comes to a women's division, it's still meh. And if, if Brandy Rhodes... <laughs> If Brandy Rhodes M E H baby, if Brandy Rhodes is the answer to that, that's not it. Like still they, meh? Is that the episode title? This should be still meh. The women's division, but no, the rest of the stuff is really good. That's been happening, so I can't say that. But the women's division is still meh, and 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 like Brandy Rhodes is the answer to that. And you're right, the fact that she pulled that that oh because I'm Cody's there, so I'm this person's that. That's why I get that. Someone else did something similar, but their promo was really good. Cody Rhodes was out there saying oh. I'm people are saying I'm just in this championship position because I'm one of the promoters. The funniest thing is anybody who actually says that about Cody Rhodes is actually an idiot. Yeah, this guy's been on one of the best two, three year runs in all of wrestling. Exactly. And any time the guy steps out, the crowd blows the roof and off they did the that place. Night too, and that I guarantee you the only reason he's in this title match now is because they see the reactions he's get and every other person that's in charge is like Cody, it's gotta be you. I guarantee you he's like no not yet or no not at all. But when you see those reactions as opposed to what WWE does, you got to put Cody Rhodes in He's that spot because nobody gets and those reactions. And when someone's over, you give him that opportunity, and that's what happened. What a great promo. But I love how he spun into that situation. Where it's like, he called people- Jericho a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he spun into that situation where he was like, yeah, if you guys do think I, I, I get what a blah, 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 blah because mm-hmm. I'm the VP or because I'm Dusty's kid. I don't think he's going to win. And they've done this in the past, and I won't have I don't another. think he's going to win. I do think so. I think he is. I don't think so. If he doesn't, then that's a whole different story they could tell, but I think he is. I think that's the only thing I was going to say about it. Because then all you can win. do somewhere down the line is whoever's champion can be like, I don't care if you said you're never going to get a title. I want Cody yeah. Rhodes. I want Cody. But like, I don't think he's going to win. Or he there. wins some opportunity like a Rumble or something in their yeah. eyes that gives him that chance. I don't think he's going to win. That could be so, uh, too. I don't like, think they're gonna have Jericho lose it on the first pay per view. So they're over. trying to make this title. They're trying to make this title important. But he's so yeah. But Jericho's over. got a faction. He's not gonna lose clean. That doesn't mean that Jericho can't have a rematch and win it back because of his faction. I don't think they're gonna flip flop their title like that, man. He's the youngest. They already had it stolen in the world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He can be the youngest, longest reigning, youngest, most he, title defenses. I think he can also be the first two-time AEW champion as well, if you wanted to. Oh, that'd be great for him to say. Yeah. The oh, youngest. You had a good idea. That's what I'm telling you. Woo, woo. But I, yeah, one, before I move on from that, the Cody Rhodes one was really good. So good. And then once again, uh, and also one of the best dressed guys in all of wrestling. Hundred percent. I mean, him and Nick Aldis should just go do a fashion show together. His 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 uh, his the way he said like the way he said it, his monologue, his facial. He expressions. doesn't speak to us like we're stupid. Yeah, his conviction to the words he was saying like it was awesome. That's on. one thing I like. He's not talking down to us. And it was just old school setup. Tony Schiavone's in the ring interviewing him. It made sense. He didn't come out there just talking to Mike and like this is what I'm gonna say. Like it was good stuff, man. And being a promo guy, like that's one of the my favorite promos from this year for sure. And I'm not trying to just overhype it because it like I said this stuff I didn't like on the show either. I didn't really care for the the tag match with the women. I didn't care about the tag match with Private Party and uh, those Super Mario guys. I forgot the Dark Order. Didn't really stand out for me. But just overall, release those guys. But overall, this AEW show compared to the last three weeks is been one of my favorite AEW shows. Yeah, it's a go-home show, man. Um, it was a good go-home show. And they, um, not that the other shows are bad, but I enjoyed this week a little bit better than the last couple of weeks. The other shows weren't bad either. Don't be wrong. They had yeah, really good like matchups. That, but Jericho, this that Jericho video was great. Yeah, the Jericho video. So that's what I'm talking about next. Great. Mocking the Cody Rhodes video and 
You know, Cody Rhodes had a, a. I think it was John Paul. Like he had a funny idea. You could have called Virgil Paul. He's been yeah. Virgil. He's been Vince. <laughs> no, yeah, could have been Paul. But was he Soul Train Jones or something? Yeah. And like, that was like it his was original funny. name. It was funny because then they had a legend in there, and they had. Like Chris Chris Jericho's aunt's friend from church, Bobski, which was like because you know Cody, I I knew he I always knew he'd be the AEW champion because <laughs> <laughs> you know Cody Rhodes had his mom and his and and then you had like friend you know, from church yeah then you had like um you know like Santana and Ortiz had some funny like he doesn't have Chester the dead ass thing like he's trying to get dead dead ass going which is like a thing that's really big and a lot, a lot of the New Yorkers are like oh we say a lot here I'm like a lot of people say dead ass here. was big like four years ago I know but. Uh, comments again but um that was funny uh sammy Guevara was dropping that he was the longest the youngest, <laughs> youngest yeah. AEW he's champion. the youngest AEW champion ever <laughs> and, and his biggest worries is finding where to get the best bubbly from yeah. and like it was just overall if you haven't seen the promo i posted on my page it's on AEW's igtv it's on youtube it's on everywhere just check it out it was really funny and we talk about how well produced AEW's promos and video packages are this was just as well produced but it was like a mock mockery of that was good. It was really good. And like scene for scene, like he tried to like emulate the stuff that Cody did. You can did hear the crowd laughing. Yeah, and that, that was crazy that they left that sound on. Well, it's good, so you know not to take it serious. Yeah, and you knew the reaction, but I really enjoyed that. Check that out. Other thing I want to say about AEW that really showed up to me, Pac vs. Trent. I didn't know Trent was that good. Oh, dude, he's been good. He's just stuck with that idiot Chuck Taylor. Yeah, because him without Chuck Taylor? Trent, Trent's Trent been good, man. He could be like a solid like a solid singles competitor. Oh, dude, I was always wondering why he never got more chances in WWE. That's Where's insane. Trent? Where's yeah, Trent? I remember that. Dude, he's always but been. But I don't remember his wrestling. He's good, man. And he's that, good. He was good in a singles match, and Pac gave him offense. It was a good back and forth match. The Orange Cassidy spot was funny when he comes to his little kicks on Pac, and Pac what just kicked ref, him in the what face. What was the ref doing? Um, fighting with Chuck Taylor in the corner. No, when he was about to, like, when he just stopped the three count. I think they had that plan that that's how it was supposed to go, but I don't think Pac I know, I think the ref got the finish wrong. Oh, because I'm like, I don't think Pac picked up his head fast enough or something. No, was to, the guy's and probably supposed to kick out. I don't know. But anyways, I liked it that he just did it to a no finish where he just choked him out until he was done and cut the promo on Hangman. I liked the Orange Cassidy spot. I thought it was funny. Um, I don't know, man. It was a solid... I, I think I just like Pac. I'm so glad that he's, like, in... When, AEW started. He was announced as a guy that's he's good. He's got good positioning on the card. He's got good body language. He's got doesn't really give a shit. And he's, about a little, anything. he's a little unpredictable. You love his attitude. He just knows that he wants to like stir the pot and be the top guy, so he's gonna do whatever puts him in that position. Yeah. Which comes to our main event, which was another solid main event. Omega and Hangman are tag teamed again. They got their first victory in AEW together, being a tag team. They faced off against Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, mentor and protege. Jericho was great in that match. Um, Solid match, top to bottom. It was good back and forth. I enjoyed it. It was a solid main event. Pac comes out, hits a low blown hangman, continuing their feud, which leads to um, Jericho and Guevara picking up the big win, something they can brag about going in. Traditional mindset, traditional booking. The heels stood tall at the end at that point. Does that mean they lose on the weekend? I don't know. We'll see, but that doesn't always happen. We it's don't just, know. We don't just know. Their, old school booking. We don't know their formula yet. Yeah. Um, but then that led to what I like to call a smosh because I don't know how to pronounce the word. And I didn't realize it. <laughs> I didn't realize it until it happened, but I missed AEW ending like this for some reason because they didn't do it for like two weeks. Somebody you were complaining commented, about it before. No, somebody complained. No, I never complained. I said they did it two weeks in a row. I'm like, are they going to keep doing this? But then they didn't. So I like the fact that they're going to mix it up. That's good. Do it when it's necessary. Put the broom away, Omega. But um, there was someone that commented like, oh, they've done this every week. I'm like, no, those two weeks. We'll get over it. You keep watching. Yeah, Don't watch that if you got a problem with it. They didn't do it for two weeks, and this was a perfect time to do it. Don't do it again for a little bit, but I do enjoy it when they do do it. Because when they do it, they do it pretty good. 
it was pretty solid. They had uh, they had those guys uh, all the inner circle then team up on Omega, beating him up because you know Hangman was out from the low blow. Then out comes Cody Rhodes to once again a huge pop. Yo, whenever the Young Bucks come out, I always like, oh yeah, I forgot about these guys. They, yeah, they haven't done like anything. Nothing that's too like makes them like feel like they're like they haven't done anything. Yeah, you're right. They've had good matches. I'm sure they have. Um, but I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. No, no. Like, but like, they came out at the end. There, I was like, oh yeah, these guys. Yeah, like they're like you think they'd be doing more is what yeah. I think you're trying to get at. Because I did too. Like them being VPs and stuff too. Like I think they'd be more book themselves a little bit stronger or something. But, but they have. But their tag division's dope, so they don't yeah. need them yet. And but anyways, it was dope. Uh, Cody came out and then. Um, you know, Guevara and, and, and Guevara, I mean, uh, Jack Hager and uh, Jericho split from the ring. Cody beat up Guevara. Out comes MJF to another big pop. MJF, we haven't seen him like wrestle a match in a while, but every time he comes out, it's been great. Comes out another pop, helps Cody Rhodes. Then out of nowhere comes John Moxley out of the crowd. For what reason? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Kenny Omega's in the ring. I'm like, this is starting to make sense. Yeah, this stupid broom. And then Omega got the broom. And then this is why I'm like, it doesn't make sense, but I don't even care anymore. Ortiz and Santana came out and they beat up Kenny Omega and Moxley. I'm like, okay, whatever. Because I'm like, how are they going to do this? They're not going to have Omega and Moxley beat each other up with these weapons. Like, how is this? When they're doing that stare down, I'm like, how are they going to end this? And then out came Santana and Ortiz. Then obviously that brought out the Bucks. I'm like, this is all building to up to well, all their matches. Like, yeah, because it's like inner circle, like yeah. taking out the elite. And then, um, then they go to the stage, and it's like kind of a brawl. And the inner circle seems like they're kind of in charge, and they're about to put the Bucks through the table. And then you know, just because Santana and Ortiz just beat up Moxley and Omega, they run up and beat up Santana and Ortiz until they start fighting each other again, which makes sense. Okay, those guys hit you guys, you go hit them, but don't forget that you guys don't like each other. Then you got Nick Jackson leaping off the stage onto them all together. And then it just came down to just one side, kind of the elite people, and the other side, just the inner circle, and then a big ball to end it. And I'm like, I enjoyed it. The thing I want to point out, though, there's so many people that weren't on this show, like Darby and the Luchasaurus guys. If and, you're not on the pay-per-view, Lucha, you don't deserve a spot. And the, uh, Not deserve. You shouldn't get a yeah, spot. The Lucha brothers and and They SCU. got plenty of shine in other weeks. This one was for the pay-per-view. And my point, yeah, and I agree. My point is it didn't hurt, though. Like, it didn't do anything that they went through. It doesn't, because guys don't need to be on every week. And what I was going to say is for the weeks that we've gone by where we're like, oh, is it, it, not us, but like people on social media, like, oh, is AEW roster like, deep enough like do they have no, they do clearly clearly it is clearly they do that was the point i was trying to get like all these guys weren't on the show that are people that like i was like oh, i noticed i'm like oh there's no lucha brothers there's no scu there's no like uh jungle boy guys there's no uh these guys but i'm like it didn't matter man wwe's got like double the stars they have and they can't produce a show this big. exactly and i just wanted to that was the point i wanted to make this was a really solid show i enjoyed it from start to finish um i watched the main event twice uh i I watched the ball a couple times because I posted it and I had to cut it up and I just I really enjoyed it it's it, good still not my wrestling yeah. yet I, it does give me WCW like WWE, WWE is just so bad sometimes but it's, it's, it's mine yeah you know? and WWE was super good this week so yeah. I can't hate on it but I really enjoyed AEW let's just wrap this up Full Gears this Saturday let's give our predictions I don't know if this is going to come out before or after the show I'm going to say the match you just tell me who you think is going to win uh, let's not dive into them too deeply well, let's pick your winner okay <laughs> Full gear predictions. Be Priestley. Be Priestley versus Britt Baker on the pre-show, which you think that would be a more important match, but why would it? They've had this feud since like the first show, and they just seem the champion. I know, but they just seem like bigger names than who is in the championship match. But uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with B Priestley too, because I think Mm -hmm. Britt Baker's kind of already established, and her taking a loss does something for B Priestley, trying to build a new star. You see that clip of B Priestley almost killed some chick recently? No. 
They went for like a powerbomb spot off the top row, just dropped the check right on her head. That's not good. Hopefully that doesn't happen on Saturday. I don't think it will. It was obviously an accident. But B Priestley's dope. No, 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 for sure. But we'll we'll see. But I'm gonna go with B Priestley for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I put on here, and I put the women's matches first because that's what I'm least interested in when it comes to AEW. Um, Rio and Emmy Sakura for the women's title. Rio. Rio continues. I agree. I'm gonna go with Rio too for that one. Um, next, Adam Page versus Pac. I've been looking forward to this match again. Uh, I'm gonna. Go with Adam Page here. Nice. I just think um, he hasn't had a definitive singles win, has he? Pac has. And Pac has been getting a lot of... Pac hasn't lost in a singles match. And this is your first paper. It was a good time to maybe give him that first loss. Yeah, just the tag match. And drive Pac a little bit more crazy. Because I think you can actually continue this one. Even though we've seen it twice, I think you can kind of continue Pac and Hangman. Yeah, you can come back to it. Yeah, I think that's something that can still happen. Um, One that... Kind of started building last week on the show, and they had a little interaction on this week's Dynamite, which I didn't mind. Uh, Sean Spears was Joey Janela. Sean Spears. I I think Sean Spears needs that big win, too, so I'm going to go with that. Yes, please. Um, but maybe Joey Janela can show us that he can wrestle in this match without hardcore stuff because it's just a straight singles match. There's no gimmicks involved in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen many of those from him. Um, SCU for the, versus Lucha Brothers for the AEW tag titles. SCU just won the belts a couple I think, weeks ago. I think, I think Lucha Brothers, and I think we're going to see some kind of fuckery with SCU where you might see a little bit of a split. I think they're, some they're tension? Pro- I think they're positioning Scorpio Sky to be a real breakout star. So I don't know if that's going to happen yet. Yeah, all the, the, tension belts, all the belts aren't going to stay on the same. But if Riho's keeping the title, I do think I, I kind of want the Lucha Brothers to be the tag champ. I think they will. So I'm going to – I don't like that we're agreeing so much on this. The only one that we haven't is Adam Page and Pac. But, but you're the only one that's going to remember any of this shit. I might change my mind in 10 minutes. Fair game. But I'm going to go with Lucha Brothers too. Um, Young Bucks with Santana and Ortiz. I really want Santana and Ortiz I to think win. The Bucks need, I think the Bucks deserve and are due for a big win. I want Santana and Ortiz too. I just think they're the Bucks are already the Bucks. Yeah, but they're not the Bucks on TV. That's also fair. And if and if the inner circle is gonna take some L's, I don't want it to be here. That's the only other thing. It's not gonna be in the main event. That's that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lights out match. The lights turn off, and when they come back on, everything's unsanctioned. Um, <laughs> John John O Moxley, John Moxley, Mox against uh, the cleaner Kenny Omega and his barbed wired broom. John Moxley. I don't think we're gonna see Moxley lose for a while. He needs to win. And his promo last week, you weren't here. Omega still got that on the downwards. You weren't here. We never on. really got to talk about it last week. I I actually didn't mind John Moxley's promo. They finally gave him a live mic last week. It was, it was great. Good. It was good stuff. I'm going to go with Moxley. I know Omega's hasn't really been picking up major singles wins either, besides like on Dark and whatnot. He's but, been very uninteresting. But I don't think you can have Moxley. Like he's, no, not, there's not a yet. lot of stock in that guy. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Um Jericho versus Cody. This is going to have a lot of stuff going on. I know MJF's going to be around there. Jake Hager's going to be around there. I'm going with the youngest AEW champion of all time, Chris Jericho. We got Inner Circle. We got the Elite. The youngest AEW champion of all time, you say Chris Jericho. I think Cody has to win it here just because the stipulation he put on this past Wednesday with the whole... It's a swerve, bro. <laughs> with the whole, I'm never going to get a title shot again if I lose this. I think he did that so people didn't assume he was just going to win. Mm-hmm. But then I also think like now he I has think to that win. Now, that if anything, he does the opposite. But I think I think we're, like, yeah, I think think yeah, both of us are thinking about this differently, but I think Cody wins. But I do think the inner circle... I think Jericho does become the first ever two-time AEW champion. And then 
and then that happens real soon mm-hmm. with some sort of swerve on on dynamite or something it has to maybe happen to have it happen on dynamite so people tune in and like what they're having a rematch and yeah jericho won the belt back because the inner circle went for because it makes sense or they have cody win it on dynamite when more people are watching i mean he's if he loses he's not supposed to have another shot so. <laughs> but you guys wrestling dude it's not hard to come <laughs> up with a reason i'm pretty sure it's set in stone those are our predictions for Full Gear 2019. Um, what a fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the TWC show. Um, once again, uh, subscribe to the Wrestling Classic YouTube channel. I appreciate all, like, I think at least 50 or 60 of you subscribed this past week as I've been promoting it. really appreciate that. That's and not enough. Of, I know, we need more. But those of you that did, because I just started promoting that, it's going to be on there now. I do appreciate that. Also, uh, check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Um, for those of you that get confused, I say iTunes. If you have an iPhone or a tablet, Apple Music. there's usually like a podcast application that's like this mm-hmm. purple thingy. Most people either delete it or they don't use it if they don't listen to podcasts. Find that and subscribe. And those of you that listen to all the other wrestling podcasts, like me and Devin doing stuff, you already have it. Just find us. Search TWC. I got it on Podbean. <laughs> Just search TWC. We're show. on there. Subscribe. Are we? That's what I use. Oh, we're on Podbean too, I guess. And we're I on like the way it looks. Google Play. So check out the TWC show. Literally. If you're going to search me on YouTube, just, you, you can either type in TWC Show or The Wrestling Classic. If you're going to search for us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, or all the other places, search <laughs> TWC Show. And then you'll find it. Leave a, leave a rating. TWC Show. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this week. Um, we'll be back next week, man. And it's, it was a f- good week this week with all the NXT stuff and AEW and everything. We'll be here. We'll be back live from the vibe. Uh huh. Better than ever. Ooh, yeah, dig it. <laughs>